Okay, so the readings from 1 John, chapter 1, I mean 2, verses 1 to 2. My dear children, I write this to you so that we, you will not sin. But if anybody does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the Righteous One. He is the anointing sacrifice for our sins, and not only for ours, but also for the sins of the whole world. We've got a problem, though, when it comes to our own place before God, haven't we? And the first thing we see is we're not actually worthy to stand in the presence of God as we are. Um, just before the verse that, uh, that uh, Rebecca's just reread to us, it says in 1 John, as follows, in verses 5 uh, to, to 8, um, This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you. God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him, and yet we walk in the darkness, we lie and we do not live out the truth. And then it goes on into verse 8. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Now those words are very familiar, but they're worth just rehearsing and, and, and rereading again and again, because they're so true, aren't they, in terms of our position before God. And so that's the first thing we've got to do. We've got to recognise how we are before God, and that is not worthy. Because God is holy, and he can't look upon us when we're unholy. The second thing we need to recognise is that in order to do something about that, we need to have an advocate before God. Now, what is an advocate? We've been talking about an advocate all morning. It's a difficult word. It's hard to get it across in one word in English. And Really, the best way to put it is it's one who speaks to the judge, or in this context, to God the Father, in our defence. An advocate is someone who's got a professional or a formal relationship with, with his or her client, um, the person they represent. This means that whatever the advocate achieves, then that person will achieve as well. Whatever the advocate loses, then that person will lose as well. And um, Jesus, as our advocate, is not standing in front of God as Jesus the merciful one in this context. It's not even that Jesus is standing in front of God as the persuasive one or in any way seeking to persuade God about what God should do about, uh, about us. If we take the example of the lawyer in court, in order to win a case, then the lawyer, he has to be pretty good, he has to be clever, he has to know the law, yeah, all of that. But if he's going to win the case, he actually has to have a really good case. And Jesus' case is that it was through his death, the once and for all sacrifice, and that's why he had a good case, because, and that's why he continues to have a good case in front of God for us, because the amazing truth here is that Jesus is not just standing in front of God asking for forgiveness for those he represents. He's not just asking for mercy. Absolutely not. The case he puts forward is himself. It's Jesus who makes us right before God. It's because of Jesus restating what God has done for us through him. The advocacy of Jesus was the Father's idea. It says in Corinthians, God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. It's as if Jesus stands before God and says, Father, yet I know that John did that wrong thing again, but I've died the death that he should have died, and I've lived the life that he should have lived, and I'm his advocate. When you look at him, you see me. You see all that I've done, you see all that I am, and therefore, Father, you've already paid the price of his sin, and so he's pure and holy before you. 
It's a very difficult thing, but I just want to say that this morning, that that's what this is all about. It's about Jesus, and the case is Jesus standing before God, and that's why he acts as the supreme and the perfect advocate for us. So, I don't have several points this morning, just that point really, that if you don't already understand Jesus' offer of help, to be your advocate before the Father, and in order for you to stand before him as if you were holy, then I encourage you to look closely at what this really means. Look into whether you accept what the Bible says about you. See that you're not without sin. Because if you think you are, you're deceiving yourself. And uh, if you confess your sins, God is faithful and just. And that's where the justice comes in. He will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. So we'll finish with what it says in Hebrews, which is, Therefore, talking about Jesus as the great, perfect high priest... Therefore, he is able to save completely those who come to God through him because he always lives to speak up for them. Amen.